Welcome to the Wealth and Health Show with Michael Wall. Michael is a speaker and author of two best-selling books and the president of three financial companies. Everything that we've created, the different companies, the different divisions, has all kind of been born out of a need. You know, it's not necessarily saying, hey, uh, let's go do this. It's, it's more so saying, you know, where is the need that we see and where are some places that we can fill that need and add value? And then we've kind of created solutions around it. He's also been a guest on several national media outlets like CNBC, Fox Business, and Bloomberg. His passion is to help you live well in retirement. He is also a dedicated husband and father and a big supporter of several local and national charities. Now, it's time for the Wealth and Health Radio Show with your host, Michael Wall. Well, welcome in, folks, to the Wealth and Health Show. And again, I'm your host, Michael Wall. And we got a special guest today. We're going to be talking to Nathan Lehman. He is the HR manager of the Power Group uh, from the Kohler Company in Wisconsin. He's been in a bunch of different roles over the years. Uh, folks, as you're listening out there, uh, I think you're really going to enjoy the show today. We're going to talk all over the place. But Nathan is really, uh, he is right there in the line of the fire. He, he's kind of a direct report in a lot of ways to Herb Kohler, which uh, now we have then David Kohler and Laura Kohler in the seat as well. So he's right there in the line, uh, really just helping globally uh, with the company and, and decision-making and teaching and training. So we're going to talk today about some different things about the importance of learning faster than your competitor in today's economy. So we're going to discuss that a little bit later. You're not going to want to miss it. It's going to be great stuff. But I know, Michelle, there's a few things you wanted to touch base with. Exactly. And and what I wanted to talk about is the markets and market volatility, because as we're in this time of year, a lot of folks are sitting there and they're wondering, what will 2016 have in store from Wall Street? And market strategist Kevin Mann tells Bloomberg that he thinks investors should gear up for some deja vu. I'm going to play this clip and then I got a question for you. I think 2016 is going to look a lot like 2015. The one big change that I see taking place is finally the baton is going to be passed from U.S. markets to international markets in terms of growth potential in places like Northern Europe and other developed markets such as Japan. So for the first time, at least in the last six years, we're going to start to see international markets outpacing domestic markets in terms of stock market potential. So, Michael, what I wanted to find out is what do you recommend? What should we be looking at as investors as we deal with the volatility of the market and if we don't want a repeat of 2015 again? Well, I think that's a great point. You know, I think more than anything, it's the idea of double check. You know, the 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 thought process of uh, measure twice, cut once is always a, the philosophy, I think, that you need to abide by. And, you know, unfortunately, what happens, Michelle, is people are in a place where their life is so busy uh, and they move into the holiday seasons. They step back, they refresh a little bit, but then they move into the 2016 or the new year and they run right back on the treadmill. And they almost really don't take time to step back and really evaluate their portfolio, which causes them to be in a place as the markets go up, the markets go down, they participate in that. And certainly there's ways to navigate and engineer a portfolio around that. But, you know, from that perspective, I think we have been talking about this for quite some time. And that's really a concern that I would have. You know, when you take a look at the markets basically being sideways, per se, uh, since November of 2014. So we were in a place where we had a quite a significant bull run, but we've been sideways since November 2014. You know, it's interesting if you listen to us or if you listen to me as I'm interacting with clients or, you know, doing workshops and just sharing uh, from an educational perspective, we have some events upcoming. One of the things that I've that I've said continually over the last year is we are in a sideways trend. 
And now we're starting to see, you know, the markets being in a place where the, we're actually starting to reverse trend a little bit. Will that continue through 2016? It's certainly going to be choppy. But I, I think what matters is for the investor out there is that they do a couple things. Number one, they get a second set of eyes on what they're doing. Number two, that they're in a place where they are now saying, okay, I need to take ownership as the CEO. You know, Michelle, I talk a lot about that, Mm -hmm. but the CEO of their own portfolio. Right. So they can be sure that they're number one, diversified, but number two, not over diversified. That's really, really important. I sat down with a a gentleman the other uh, week, Michelle, he had literally about a thousand positions, you know, through the different equities and mutual funds and, and all the different Uh, bonds and everything that he had. He had so many different positions. It's the idea of if you can picture, you know, a particular rope that let's say 15 people are pulling and they're all pulling in their own direction. You know, there's a lot of different people and a lot of different pulls, but the problem is, is the rope doesn't go any one particular place because you have so many people pulling at it, you end up becoming really over diversified. That's what happens Mm. in a portfolio. A lot of times is you have so many different things that you don't really have the ability to get traction to move one way or the other. So diversification is important, but over-diversification can be a huge problem. And that's something that investors need to be looking at, especially in the choppy markets uh, or you know whatever markets are to come in 2016. And it's interesting because, Michael, you talk about over-diversification, and I think a lot of people think, well, if I'm more diversified, that will keep me safer when it comes to something that uh, if the stock market uh, goes through a correction or something happens. But really, over-diversification can be equally as problematic as under-diversification. Well, it can be. And, you know, it's it's like anything else. What happens is a lot of things can become correlated. And people saw that back in the 2008 markets where there were a lot of positions, uh, a lot of portfolios where folks thought, hey, I'm, you know, I'm well diversified or maybe I'm conservative uh, in nature. But even a lot of those folks lost money in 2008. And so that's what tends to happen is, you know, the old rising tide will lift all boats and, and, and a tide going down and going out will take all boats down. So over diversification can be a problem in those situations. The other thing people need to be aware of, Michelle, is how much of their portfolio is in alternative type structures that take on no day to day market risk. There is an element of risk. Don't get me wrong. But it is not day-to-day market risk. And then also diversifying and looking at investment structures that are totally off the market altogether and have no market risk and have certain guarantees wrapped around them by the, by the issuer. So the importance is really saying, okay, what is my money designed to do? Building the correct financial house with the right foundation, the walls, and the roof to really build that house in such a way financially that it's not a set it and forget it, but you're in a place that regardless of what happens with markets, you're going to be okay. And then you continue to tweak as time moves along, something that we always uh, are a big believer in. And, and that's how we're able to, I believe, really move forward in what we do. And that that does make sense. And, and that's what I appreciate, Michael, about what you and the team do is really looking at everything in a comprehensive view. It's not just one type of thing or just pinpointing it, but it's really getting the more global picture to really help folks protect everything that they've earned. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It's, it's really important and that is necessary. You know, that kind of leads a little bit into, uh, uh, bringing Nathan on board. He's been sitting here in the studio with us and 
waiting patiently. So I, I kind of want to tie him a little bit because I think this brings up the fact of, of what you had mentioned, uh, Michelle, is globally and being paying attention, you know, trying to always learn and be ahead of the game. And Nathan, real quick, I just want to welcome you to the show. Uh, maybe take a quick second and say hello to the folks and share who you are and that sort of thing. Absolutely, Mike. Well, thanks for having me back. I was, I think, here in August on the show. It was great to be here then and certainly great to be back. I am the HR manager for the Power Group at Kohler Company. I've been with Kohler for almost 11 years now, uh, worked in various um, training and development, HR roles, leadership development, owned that function for a number of years and um, really appreciate the global nature of business these days because of some of the experiences I've had. Yeah, absolutely. And Michelle, we, we thought it'd be interesting. Obviously, we discussed the idea of the importance of learning and, and just having Nate on and because mm-hmm. we've seen so many different things as far as bad information out there over the years. We want to talk about moving a business forward. And speaking about learning faster than your competitors, what you can do to learn how to best protect your nest egg is to pick up the phone and give Michael and the entire team at Wall Financial a call. Let me give you this phone number. It's 866-943-2351. That's 866-943-2351. Give a call and find out how Michael and the team can help you. You can also head to the website, leanonthewall.com. Now, Nathan, I want to ask you a question of being in the, with the Kohler company and being in HR, I know you have seen a whole lot of things. So I want to start with what have you learned in your years working in the capacity that you, you have been working? Well, I will tell you, uh, Michelle, one of the things I learned the most is how much I don't know. (laughs) and how much I need to learn. And I think that's the point, as Mike was talking about the global nature of the company, and you mentioned being faster at learning than your competitors. I think that's a key element of what's needed in business today. Uh, Gone are the days where work was basically put this screw in this slot and move it to the next person. Mm -hmm. You know, we work in a knowledge economy now that requires a tremendous amount of uh, agility, being able to adapt and learn. Um, the work that you do today is different than the way you did it a month ago or a year ago. And so the necessity of of adapting and changing and being responsive to what's really happening, uh, that's uh, probably the biggest thing I've learned over the last 11 years. I think that is very, very key. And one of those things that is great to know is you need to know what it is you don't know. And that's where Michael and the team can help you out if you're trying to figure out, okay, what do I need to know in order to protect my nest egg the best way, how Michael and the team can help you out. Let me give you that phone number as we head into break, 866-943-2351. That's 866-943-2351 on the web leanonthewall.com. Stay tuned. We're going to continue our conversation with Nathan Lehman right after this. Hey folks, Michael Wall here. I want to take a moment away from the show to tell you about an organization that I believe is making a real difference in the world. Big Dog Ranch Rescue in Wellington is the largest no-kill animal rescue in the entire Southeast. Over the years, they've done an incredible job of rescuing thousands of unwanted dogs and puppies and then successfully placing those animals into loving homes. And I can tell you 
that the adoptees who give the gift of life to these dogs see their own lives enriched in return. If you're looking for a worthwhile organization to support, I hope you'll consider Big Dog Ranch Rescue. And check them out at bdrr.org. That's bdrr.org. Is the volatility in the stock market causing you to lose sleep? Do you wonder how world events might affect your nest egg? Are you 50 or older and trying to figure out how you can protect what you've worked so hard to achieve? Well, you're in luck because Michael Wall can help you out. He's sponsoring an exclusive educational event right in Palm Beach Gardens at Nova Southeastern University that you don't want to miss. It's entitled Help Protect Your Retirement from Financial Uncertainty. Seats are limited for this event, and you want to make sure you call now and reserve your space for either our event the last week of January or the first week in February. Call 866-943-2351. That's 866-943-2351. Do your best to help protect what you've earned. That's 866-943-2351. Welcome back to the Wealth and Health Show with your host, Michael Wall. Michael has appeared on several national media outlets like Fox Business, Bloomberg, and CNBC. And now, back to the show. Welcome back in, folks, to the Wealth and Health Show. And again, I'm your host, Michael Wall, and uh, having a great show today, as always. Boy, I love, uh, really, Michelle, just doing these shows and sharing mm-hmm. thoughts and ideas. You know, it's, I'm a big believer of education, and uh, I know we've talked about that in the past. And, you know, the more that we learn, the more excited we are about the future, quite honestly, You know, there's a lot of nonsense and noise that happens around there. You know, just look at the world today. We look at all these different things from politics to, um, you know, the world issues of terrorism, Mm -hmm. um, you know, the the stage of... (laughs) the election i mean all the all the excitement that goes right with that i mean it's like a it's like a you know comedy show almost it's it's crazy um how things have changed but you know learning and and learning new things and and realizing that there are ways to protect yourself not just your finances but just everything else you're doing in life you know on the wealth and the health side you know Mm -hmm. we've had different guests in the past talking about uh holistic uh and, and being healthy, eating naturally, live enzymes. I remember, Linda, we did a show on that. So, you know, I love just having the opportunity to share these thoughts to folks. And, folks, if you're, as you're listening out there, I'm going to encourage you to tune in each and every week because we're going to be sharing different thoughts about different things uh, that hopefully will help you benefit and, and live well in any economy. That's really the goal, isn't it, Michelle? Absolutely. And really combining the wealth and the health to make for an overall best life for you. And if you have any comments, you want to let us know something, maybe there's a topic you want to hear about, feel free to send us a tweet at Lean on the Wall. So just go ahead, head to Twitter, at Lean on the Wall, and say, hey, listen to your show, love to hear it. What about this? Would love to have more information on whatever topic we are here because we want to educate. It's not just about here, this is what you have to do, but really how we can help you enjoy your best life that you can live here. That's right. That's exactly right. And, and you know, that's one of the reasons, uh, Michelle, on the website, uh, you know, leanonthewall.com, obviously that's kind of the main link to uh, all of our companies, uh, three different companies that we, we use to service clients, whether they're young professionals, whether they're uh, professional athletes, whether they are 
uh, folks retiring and just rolling over a retirement account, selling a business, whatever. We have several different divisions and different companies designed to help that. But when people go to leanonthewall.com, if you're listening out there, visit us at Lean on the Wall. That's going to be a place where you can go to educate yourself. A lot of educational videos, a lot of different things that we've posted up there. Again, because we believe that knowledge is power, but again, we cannot be confused. It's not just the knowledge, it's the application Mm -hmm. of the knowledge, right, Michelle? Exactly, because I can hear and learn everything under the sun, but if I don't apply it, then is it really going to be able to benefit me? Yeah, that's exactly right. And that's why, folks, we're talking again today. We've had the opportunity to bring on Nathan Lehman, HR power, HR manager of the Power Group. He's been, again, in a bunch of different roles, leadership training, executive training, um, kind of all over the map. Traveled lots with Kohler from London to China to, you know, and you guys, Nate, uh, you have divisions. Tell us real quick a little bit of a kind of a 30 second overview for those who are not familiar you know they maybe they go to lowe's or home depot or their fancy store they have they have a house that's built and they walk into their estate or whatever and they see the kohler product because mm-hmm. it's really been the kind of the top of the line trump uses a lot of the kohler stuff in all of his hotels yep. um but give us a little bit of an overview on the company where it is now yeah absolutely yeah so it's a 142 year old privately held company uh, has four main business units. The kitchen and bath one is what people are most familiar with, faucets, toilets, bathtubs, that kind of thing, and homes. Uh, I'm working currently in the power group, which would be the second business unit. Uh, we make small engines for lawnmowers and tractors as well as uh, generators, large generators for data centers as well as uh, private generators for homes. Uh, most people aren't aware of the power side of Kohler. And then the third business group is the uh, interiors business, so furniture, uh, high-end furniture, tile and stone, that kind of thing. And then what a lot of folks are starting to learn about us is the hospitality side. So Mm. we have a couple of resorts. um, We have five different golf courses. The PGA Championship, uh, as you know, Mike was held at one of our golf courses in Kohler, Wisconsin this last summer. So I, I think the Whistling Straits, that was where I shot, what was it, 10 under? You were there, wasn't it? Nice. Yeah, well, that was <laughs> before you started, I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was, that's, a tough, that's a tough course. That's a uh, tough course. Whistling, by the way, folks, if you've never played at Whistling Straits, I'm going to encourage you to do that. Go out there, play. You've got a great, great accommodations out there where you can stay at some nice places right there on, on campus kind of right. almost, right? Absolutely. Yep. Right across the street from the corporate headquarters, the American Club. Yeah. Uh, great restaurants, lots of food, fun. What's, what's the restaurant down below the plow, Horse and Plow? Is the it? Horse and Plow. It's like yeah. a pub. Yeah. It's kind a of pub. a cool spot. Yeah. Really great. Uh, great food. Great atmosphere for the yeah. family. I, the one thing I will say in relation, uh, Nathan, to the course and Michelle, you know, as you go out there, and I know you're you typically shoot par for every course that you play because sure. you're, you're a rock star. Yeah. <laughs> Don't tell uh, my dad that. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. But I could not believe how many sand traps were on that course. Yeah, I mean, it's just it's over a thousand. Is that what it is? Yeah, wow. yeah. Mike was in about half of them. I think. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, half half the time of my year, I do spend it at the beach, and uh, so I just wanted to make sure that I was at home. Exactly, Absolutely. felt like home right there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly right. Well, Nate, let me ask you this, because um, I know, again, with your extensive experience, Kohler being a huge company, global company, you've had a lot of roles and wore a lot of hats. And we're talking a little bit about the importance of a learning organization. Uh, you know, just staying ahead of the curve, staying ahead of your competitors, realizing that you don't know everything out there. 
you're, you're always learning. Tell us a little bit about that learning organization. What does that mean? Why should that be important to someone out there that has a company or a business, small or large? Yeah, absolutely, Mike. Well, um, the learning organization, there's a lot of definitions that have been out there, but really Peter Senge wrote a book in the mid-90s called The Fifth Discipline Field Book where he really introduced this whole idea of a learning organization. He has a great definition of it, and I thought I'd just read it for us. Yeah. So learning organizations are organizations where people continually expand their capacity to create the results they truly desire, where new and expansive patterns of thinking are nurtured, where collective aspiration is set free, and where people are continually learning to see the whole together. Mm. So really interesting concept of... Um, being able to adapt, that's what it's all about. Business has changed, and the environment in which we find ourselves every day has changed. And are you able to keep up with that change? Mm -hmm. That's what it's all about. Yeah, absolutely. And I know, Michelle, we uh, a lot of times on the show we've talked about the fact that unfortunately a lot of folks, um, you know, in, at least in the world that we're in on the financial side, we mm -hmm. see that. I and, mean, you know, we get a chance to sit down and, and visit with folks and see their portfolios. And we realize that a lot of times when we ask people, why are you doing what you've done? And they say, well, that's just the way we've always done it. You right. know, and, and, and that can be a big problem. Exactly. Because a, a lot of things is when you think about the way you've always done it, many people now don't have a rotary dial phone in their mm. house, even though that's the way that your grandparents have always done it. There are yeah. new things to be out there to learn about and really that can improve your life. Mm -hmm. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Improve your life while you live it. And that's important. Nate, now when you talk about the uh, idea of being able to be adapt, I guess, um, you know, obviously, look at looking at the organization, the size of Kohler, and there's there's different. We had a uh, an interview a little while back um, with a gentleman, and we were talking about Delta, you know, and the size of Delta and some of the things. Ed Bastian uh, goes to the church we go to in Florida, Christ Fellowship, and um, just talking about the way that organization has changed over the years. Obviously, Kohler's a big company, not quite that big, but still very large. What have you seen that's important or crucial, kind of top down? to being able to adapt and really creating that that uh, learning. Because I know you talked about the idea of two real sides here, culture and process. We may not get into both here. We've got a couple minutes left in this segment, but let's dive in a little bit that for the listeners. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, Kohler, I think a great example, a great story I can tell related to learning is how the hospitality business came about. And it's about listening to your customers. So mm -hmm. we had this property that uh, was immigrant housing for uh, workers in the 20s and 30s called and called the American Club. And we transformed it into a resort. And people loved the resort, but they wanted to play golf. And so they started telling us, well, you got to build a golf course. You know, we were they were tired of going to all the golf courses in Sheboygan. They said, why don't you build one? We didn't know anything about golf courses. <laughs> you know, our, our fearless leader, uh, Herb Kohler, had never really golfed. He wasn't a golfer, mm. but he listened and he knew he needed to learn. Um, if this was going to become what he wanted it to become, he needed to adapt and he needed to respond to the needs of the customer. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. And when you think about that, you know, uh, when and, and when when did that really kind of come to fruition and kind of start to blossom? The yeah. hospitality group. Yeah, absolutely. So we put, I think, early 80s was yeah. when the American Club was put in place. And then the golf courses started to be built. Okay. And, you know, here we are, 25 35 years later and now we have five golf courses two resorts lots of restaurants and that's just an example of responding yeah you know michelle what's interesting to me is when you take a look at that you know here's a company 
uh, that's 140 years old mm-hmm. collectively, roughly. And, you know, somewhere in the process of, you know, 110 years or so since their inception, which is pretty old. Right. You know, a company that's 110 years old, I mean, they're in a place where they're saying, well, you know, we've, we've kind of done some things right <laughs> for mm-hmm. a long time. You know, most people in the country and now even in the world know who the Kohler brand is. Right. They're, you know, a big fan of innovation. They're doing, you know, all these kind of racy commercials in a lot of ways. I don't mean racy in a bad sense, but they're just kind of always on the edge. And, you know, now they're 110 years in and they realize we need to do something differently. I mean, that's huge, right? That is huge. And really being able to glean the knowledge that you need to go ahead and change course, so to Mm. say, and get Mm -hmm. on building golf courses from someone who you wouldn't necessarily expect that from, but then to realize the success and listening to what their clients wanted and responding to that. All of that is very, very integral. And Michael, that is what you and the team at Wall Financial Group Group do, is you listen to your clients so you can better help them and meet their needs. Yeah, it's really been a great blessing over the years. You know, a lot of the the different things that we've done, uh, Nate, that we've seen in the business, you know, I know I've talked about this with Michelle before, but just the idea of a lot of things have come out organically, mm-hmm. you know, is, as far as, uh, you know, the things that we do, the things that we add in, you know, a lot of our clients are in a place where they have a certain level of wealth. Obviously, it varies depending on where they are in different parts of the country. But, you know, at the end of the day, we've realized that, you know, people have come to us and, they, and just because they're with a big shop, you know, a company that's been around for 50, 80 years doesn't necessarily mean that that's where they should be, you know, and that's where some of that change has come in. And we've continued to realize that, you know, we don't know everything. We have team members that kind of assist us and guide us. I do a lot of learning, a lot of education, a lot of traveling to get that education, you know, really so we can continually strive to do everything that we can to be in front of the competition that's out there. Because, you know, at the end of the day, Michelle, if we're not continually learning, if I'm not continually learning, then our clients are the ones that suffer. Right. Right. So if we're in a situation where a lot of firms, and this is unfortunate, I see it a lot, you know, where clients will come in and I ask them again, why are you doing what you're doing? And so, well, that's the way I've always done it. That's the way things have always been, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Why are you invested here? You know, I don't really know. That's what my advisor told me to do. All of these sorts of things, you know, it's just kind of the set it and forget it. A lot of times, you know, in business in general, not just even in the financial world, but a lot of advisors are out there saying, you know, uh, I'm more interested in when my next tea time is than than what's really happening with our clients' portfolios. Because, you know, we're just going to hang in there. We're going to mm-hmm. ride it out. It's going to be okay. And I just don't subscribe to that philosophy. We really take a high uh, accountability with the folks that we work with. They've worked their entire lives for what they have. And I think it's just uh, just as important for us to view it in a way that that is uh, even more valuable than maybe they would see it. 100%. So let me give you the phone number so you can give Michael and the team at Wall Financial a call. 866-943-2351. Again, that phone number is 866-943-2351. On the web, it's leanonthewall.com. I want you to stay tuned. Coming up next on the Wealth and Health Show with Michael Wall, we're going to continue our conversation with Nathan Lehman. That's on the way next. You know, 
what the stock market is going to do next week? Of course you don't. Nobody knows. Not even the so-called experts on the financial news channels. The fact is, today's financial environment is more complex than ever, and you need a solid team of professionals to help you maximize your wealth. That's why it's time to lean on the wall, as in Michael Wall and the team at the Wall Financial Group. They specialize in strategies designed to help you preserve and grow the retirement portfolio you've worked so hard to build. They can assist you with everything from tax and estate planning to wealth management. Give them a call at 866-943-2351 and see if you qualify for a complimentary Living Well Retirement Review with Michael Wall. That's 866-943-2351 or visit leanonthewall.com. Investment advisory services offered through RetireWell LLC. RetireWell LLC and Wall Financial Group Incorporated are not affiliated. Wall Financial Group Incorporated is a financial services firm that offers a broad array of products and services. Insurance products offered through Wall Financial Group Incorporated, licensed in Florida, Pennsylvania, and several other states. Thanks for joining us on the Wealth and Health Show with Michael Wall. Now, let's get back to the show. Welcome back in, folks, to the Wealth and Health Show. And again, uh, with Michelle here, we're continuing our conversation with Nathan Lehman, uh, big hitter from the Kohler Company. He is really uh, dialed in, in in all respects and a lot of the different things that they are doing. Again, if you're not familiar with Kohler, uh, you probably haven't lived in America <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> over the last 20, 25, 30 years, but they are obviously a huge company, uh, often known for their kitchen and bath products, uh, really a luxury brand in a lot of ways. And uh, they have four different divisions. We talked about that previous, but we're talking about because Nathan's really had the opportunity, Michelle, to kind of write the code in a lot of ways. Uh, for Kohler in, in training courses and leadership, not just for C-level folks, obviously mm-hmm. different people that are, but all the way to the top, you know, whether it be David and Laura and, and the different leaders of the different divisions and groups of Kohler. Uh, and we're talking, folks, about the idea and the importance of a learning organization. And again, if you missed the first couple segments, feel free to visit leanonthewall.com, click on the Wealth and Health Show. And you'll be able to go ahead and find us there. Or you go to iTunes as well. Go to iTunes and uh, just search for Wealth and Health Show. Type the whole thing in. You'll be able to find us. But, Nathan, I know you wanted to talk a little bit about the culture and process side of of a learning organization and why that's important today with some examples to kind of help folks out there that own a business or aspire to own a business, own a large corporation really retool and rethink and, and improve what they're doing to, to provide value. Yeah, absolutely, Mike. And I want to build off of something that you said right there before the last break regarding uh, folks that are with large organizations from a financial planning perspective. And are they really adapting? Are they really learning and moving the way they need to? You know, uh, Amy Edmondson is a professor at uh, Harvard Business School. I've had a chance to interact with her a little bit. And she's done a tremendous amount of research around uh, learning organizations. She's got a great article out there. I'd encourage people to look it up called The Competitive Imperative of Learning. And in there, there's she recalls a story about General Motors, right? This large organization, probably the biggest of the big in 1970, 1980s, uh, really felt like they had it all together that they um, knew how to run a business, they knew what they needed to do, and they just kept doing the same thing over and over again. You know, we know the story of what happened in 2007, you know, 30 billion plus bailout from the the federal government. Right. Tremendous challenges. um, And a lot of it came because of this little startup you might have heard of called Toyota. Yeah. (laughs) That came along and uh, started doing continuous improvement, lean, learning faster than GM, Mm. and really started to dominate the industry. And I tell you, that's what it's all about. Are you going to stay in your old ways of, of thinking and doing? 
Or are you going to learn and do something a little bit differently? Mm-hmm. Nate, I that's, think, yeah, that's a great story and a great illustration. Yeah, really powerful. You know, this whole idea that you can just keep doing the way you're going to do in this world, in this economy today, it's not going to happen. Somebody's going to come along and do it better and faster. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know, and you see that in a lot of ways and in a lot of different things, you know, just from the technology perspective. I know in the financial industry, one of the things that we've seen over the years, just from the technology perspective, you know, it's interesting, uh, Michelle, we, we've talked to a lot of different folks. We've hired a lot of people to help us with research and ideas and thoughts, mm-hmm. always looking for ways to improve. And, and I know even from a website perspective, it's amazing to me uh, because I, I'm always, I guess I kind of shop the industry myself. You know, I kind of want to know what does the landscape look like? What are my competitors doing? Right. Uh, what's happening out there? Not that I'm spiteful or anything else like that, because this is a free market. You know, you want to play, put your hat in the ring and, and, and let's go at it, you know, mm-hmm. at the end of the day, because there is a free market. You know, we're out there to try and help people. And by helping people, the more people we help, rightfully so, the more money we make, the larger the company grows, et cetera. But, you know, one of the things that I've noticed, even from an, from a, a web perspective, is if you go to our website, you go to, let's say, for example, leanonthewall.com, check us out, mm-hmm. and then go Google any other big brand out there, big financial brand. Go, go check their site out and just look and see how interactive it is comparatively. You know, how much information we've put out there to really resonate with the consumer, uh, to educate the consumer, to be more touch and feel. You know, a lot of these, a lot of these things in a lot of ways is just, as Nathan said, it's, you know, unfortunately, quite honestly, I, I gotta be honest with you, Michelle, that's one of the reasons, you know, Nathan, we've talked about this before, kind of off air. That's one of the reasons I don't work for one of the large brands or work with one of the large brands. Now we're fully independent. Mm-hmm. You know, we have the ability to use a variety of different custodians. We can work essentially with any financial tool or investment that that exists out there today. Most of our clients are, you know, higher net worth. They have a certain level of wealth. You know, and depending on where they are in the country, that could be as low as five hundred thousand. It could be more to multi multi millions, just depending on what the vision. Uh, they would land in as we help them. But one of the things that I've noticed is for me personally, I'm a very outside of the box guy, I guess. I'm just not, <laughs> I know we've talked about this yeah, by, absolutely. what do they call the old uh, analysis of how we react and respond and what we do. Right. And uh, so for me, it's always been, I want to make sure that we can add significant value, but I don't want to feel like I'm boxed in by a larger organization saying, here's the product of the month or here's mm-hmm. the you know, the, the list of, you know, a hundred positions that we want you to offer folks this, this right. month, you know, not th- I just want to have the free form feel to say each and every client's different. We want to tailor it. Remember, Michelle, we talked about that before. Right. And whether it's social security, whether it's sa- tax savings, whether it's selling a company, whether it's, you know, pre- really engineering a portfolio, we want to have that free flowing feel to be able to go wherever we want to go. Right. And, and that's a great point is, because not everybody is the same. And, and Michael, yeah. we've talked about that, that different people have different needs. And to be able to offer what is best for that person, it, it goes back to wealth and health working together. You're able mm. to offer the individual what the individual needs and not what the higher ups are saying that everybody should have. Yeah, that's exactly right. And and it's it's not that there's any good or bad out there. You know, I'm not necessarily saying everybody out there is horrible or bad. Right. I, I'm just saying we're in a place where we have chosen. You know, we all get to choose in life. I, I remember um, uh, a quote from Zig Ziglar. You know, he was really a great mentor in my life. 
uh, over the years. You know, I, all the way back to when I was selling selling books door to door, which was crazy. But you know, right. I mean, it really was. You know, knocking door to door, eighty hours a week in the hot sun. Wow. Yeah, I mean, it, you know, you know, really what it did. Uh, Nathan is is it allowed me the opportunity to learn a lot about myself. Mm. Right. You know, it really did because it learn I learned to, I learned to take and deal with rejection, uh, and I learned to compartmentalize rejection and not take it personally. You know, and realize that if I was out there knocking on a door and trying to sell a book at six o'clock in the evening, the person wasn't rejecting me; they were rejecting my offer. Right. And by understanding that, you know, what it allows you to do is it allows you to continually retool and grow. You know, and that's what I love what Zig says. He says, you know, uh, that someday you'll either say, I'm glad I did or I wish I had. You know, and there was a gentleman I mentioned earlier that was over diversified. I met with the office a, couple, a little while back and, mm-hmm. um, you know, we were in a place where he's going to move into retirement. And if he continues to do what he's always done. Right and the markets crash, then he's going to be in a place where he's going to say, I wish I had. Right. 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 And that's the thing for folks that are out there. You know, they're more nervous and scared than they've ever been. And they're, they're not getting the sense of comfort. You know, taking somebody out to play golf or taking them to a nice dinner at the yacht club or the country club uh, just to kind of pacify and build relationship is all good, but it doesn't do anything to satisfy the need for individuals and investors and families to be able to say, okay, this is really what we're going to do to put a seatbelt around our portfolio to make sure that 2008 doesn't happen again. Because that's important. Mm-hmm. We're in an epidemic, folks. I really believe that the markets are going to see a significant turnover. I'm not suggesting we're right for everyone out there, but what I am suggesting is that we're in a place where the perfect fit for some, and I want you to be prepared because I really believe, you know, that as an economy as a whole, Nathan, whether it be Kohler or any other company, when people are in a place where they're protecting their portfolio and they don't lose 20, 30% or 40% when the markets turn over, now they're in a place where they can spend more money. There's more buying power out there, which ultimately lifts the economy as a whole Mm -hmm. because people have protected themselves. Mm -hmm. And that's really Mm -hmm. important. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You know, this whole concept for me of uh, an after action review, Mike, this idea of can we look and see what's worked? You know, you talk about 2008, some of the challenges. I wonder how many of those folks out there that are listening really took the time to say what worked, what didn't work, and what are we going to do differently? Or are they just doing the things that they've been doing? Yeah. You know, you know what we saw um, in some instances, it's interesting uh, Michelle, I know we've talked about this in, from time to time in the past, is a lot of folks got very fearful. Mm-hmm. And so what ended up happening is their advisors said, well, okay, well, let's just be a little bit more conservative. So they'd be a little bit more conservative. And then they miss out on a huge rally of 09, 2010, 2011, all the way to, you know, essentially 2014. Right. And now what happens is they're saying, wait a minute, we missed out on this rally. We went conservative. In other words, there's no real planning. And, and a lot of conservative portfolios lost money in 08, too. So you really need to sit down and re- retool, reevaluate, just as if you had a major illness or disease, cancer, uh, a tumor, mm-hmm. or something like that. You'd want a second opinion on that. It's a big deal. You've worked hard. Uh, for your for your life savings. It's I think it's an important thing in my perspective, in my view. Exactly. Let me go ahead and give you the phone number so you can contact Michael and the entire team at Wall Financial. It's 866-943-2351. That's 866-943-2351. 
2351. Head to the website, leanonthewall.com. And while you're at the website or when you call in, ask about the four crucial steps of how to crash-proof your portfolio. We're talking about education here. You want to be educated. You want to avoid a crash to your portfolio. How do you crash-proof that? Well, when you call in, 866-943-2351, or head to the web, leanonthewall.com, you'll find out more. Stay tuned. We'll have more of the Wealth and Health Show with Michael Wall and our special guest, Nathan Lehman, on the way next. Is the volatility in the stock market causing you to lose sleep? Do you wonder how world events might affect your nest egg? Are you 50 or older and trying to figure out how you can protect what you've worked so hard to achieve? Well, you're in luck because Michael Wall can help you out. He's sponsoring an exclusive educational event right in Palm Beach Gardens at Nova Southeastern University that you don't want to miss. It's entitled, Help Protect Your Retirement from Financial Uncertainty. Seats are limited for this event, and you want to make sure you call now and reserve your space for either our event the last week of January or the first week in February. Call 866-943-2351. That's 866-943-2351. Do your best to help protect what you've earned. That's 866-943-2351. Hey folks, Michael Wall here. Those of you who know me are aware that I'm a strong believer in the American dream, success through hard work. But I also believe in giving back, and that's why I'm constantly on the lookout for organizations that improve the lives of those who need our help the most. And one of those organizations is the March of Dimes. The money raised by the annual March for Babies helps moms right here locally have healthy, full-term pregnancies. It also funds research to find solutions to the problems that threaten our babies. If you believe, as I do, that every baby deserves a fighting chance, then please join me in supporting the March of Dimes in whatever way you can. Find out how by going to marchforbabies.org. Thanks for joining us on the Wealth and Health Show with Michael Wall. Now, let's get back to the show. Welcome back in, folks, to the Wealth and Health Show. Having a conversation today with uh, Nathan Lehman, head of the uh, Power Group, HR manager for Kohler, kind of wore a lot of different hats, a lot of different positions, key level for the Kohler company, helping really create learning and and uh, instruction for several hundred million dollar divisions of Kohler, uh, really kind of been uh, an integral piece of their company over the last 11 years or so. And uh, Michelle, I know you had a question for, for Nate that you wanted to get a, get out in the airways. I did. And, and Nate, here's what I wanted to ask you. Really, as we're looking and you're talking about learning, a lot of that comes from getting advice and getting good advice. So I wanted to ask, what what is the benefit of really being able to find great advisors that can help you learn as you go. Yeah, well, absolutely critical if you're going to learn to be able to get the right advice, get the right perspective. That could be another word you could use. You know, there's a couple of components that you can think about when it when you're looking at creating a culture of learning in your organization and even as you think about folks that might be listening into this this radio show. And I'm going to talk about two of them. Transparency is one of them. And this idea of exposing thoughts and feelings uh, in a transparent way. And so are people being transparent? Do you sense that they're hiding something or keeping something back? 
or are they being really candid with you? Really important to have that piece uh, when people are giving you advice. And you can tell if people are being candid if they tell you something that you don't really like hearing mm. um, because then you know they're being honest with you. The other thing is uh, this whole idea of integrity. So collecting and providing information regardless of the implications, regardless of the person who's telling you. You know, people sometimes get bad news and react violently to that, and then nobody ever wants to give them bad news again. Right. But if people are giving you bad news, are you able then to absorb that and then try to figure out what to do with that information? So if you've got people that are giving you advice that are transparent and have integrity and are willing to tell you what needs to be said, then I think you've got something that you can really hang your hat on. Yeah, that, that's that's an interesting point. You know, it's um, Nathan when you when you mentioned that um, one of the things that came to my mind is is we did again a review a little while back, and that review basically um, we sat down, and the gentleman was telling me that you know when they initially sat down with this particular advisor a couple of years ago, it was in the documents that they were charging them a particular fee uh, for the year, and um, you know, pretty smart guy. This guy uh, is his, uh, kind of a top of the class in his field in a lot of ways. I'm not going to mention the profession because I don't want anybody to maybe potentially know or not. <laughs> but at the end of the day, uh, very, very well-learned, educated, high-level guy. And he sat down and they, he did an analysis really on his portfolio. Didn't do it for a couple of years. You know, the markets were kind of up, 2009, 2010. He was making some money, all that, and just kind of because of that kind of, you know, fog out there and just let it go. But did some analysis and realized that the amount that he was paying versus the amount that that was shown to him that he was paying was almost double. In other words, he was paying almost double what was told him and shown him on paper. And and we sat down and did a review and we talked about that. That was actually the one of the little uh, frustrations which initially caused him to come and say, I need to get a second opinion on what I'm doing. What's interesting is you know, when we talked about that, I said, you know, it's it's one thing if the amount that you're paying was disclosed and everybody knew, all parties knew, and that and that was fine. But it's another thing when when they say, here's what you're being charged, and then he went and he looked in and found out that it was almost double of what they actually said. You know, it was interesting, Michelle, and uh, you know, I, I, I we talked about this a little bit, and, and uh, he basically said, well, you know, when he went back and he talked to the existing advisor. Mm-hmm. He said, hey, um, you know, this is what you said you're charging me. Right. And this is what I'm actually being charged. Hmm. And the advisor said, well, hey, everybody does that. And I said, I said to him, I said, that is malpractice. Yeah. I mean, that's, you know, all out, you know, flat out lying. Right. Um, And and it's it's a shame. And, you know, I don't really understand. I've always been a big believer when I sit down with somebody, you know, one of the first things we mentioned is I say, listen, we may not be the right fit for one another. And that's okay. Mm. But my goal and my job as we sit down is to help you have a clearer perspective of what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Because if at least we can end the conversation and you have a clearer perspective of what you're doing, a couple things happen, even if we don't work together. The first thing that happens is you have a good uh, reflection, perspective, uh, et cetera, of us and me, because I've sat down and given you my honest opinion, whether we work together or not. Number one, number two, you're in a place where now you are 
uh, more educated so you become more confident, hopefully, of what your potential opportunities are in the future. And if we do work together, now we've started from the foundation of just flat-out education, which I'm a big believer needs to be started. So I could not believe that when I heard that. I know I know Nathan, in, in you know, from Kohler's perspective, they've probably seen a lot of other fallout from other companies out there mm-hmm. that have done similar things. I mean, is that a safe assumption? Yeah, absolutely. So what you're talking about there, no transparency, no integrity. Mm. Or at the very least, the best you could say is low yeah. integrity, but yeah. no transparency. Yeah. You know, so uh, having those things plain and out out in front you know, I love the fact that you're starting off by saying, hey, we may not be right for each other. Mm-hmm. And that's the way to start it out because then you know this person's not just going to try to sell me whatever just right. to get me in the door. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I was, you know, what really surprised me um, more so about that situation is the the particular advisor or the firm uh, that this, this, uh, this gentleman was with or, you know, is with currently, but he's reevaluating that heavily is uh has been around for a long time Mm. and they're with they're with a big house a big financial house i don't like to use any names but at the end of the day you know they're in a place where they've been in the industry for quite some time and you know it just leads me to say why would you do that i just don't understand it i just i just don't get it well at the end of the day it reminds me of the gm story again you know this Mm. is how we've always done it Mm -hmm. this is the way we've done it this is how everybody else does it uh, until Toyota comes along, yeah. you know, and all of a sudden you got to reevaluate and see things uh, differently. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Right. And if that reminds me of, you know, going back and, and I'm sure it wasn't just my mother who would say this, but, you know, she would always say, well, if all your friends were jumping off the bridge, would you jump? Just because that's what everybody else is doing. No, that's not something that you would do. And it's really being able to take what you've learned, figure out, get some advice and then be able to work in your best interest, not just because that's the way we've always done it or that's what everybody else is doing. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly right. That's exactly right. So when you take a look at that, it's it's important, folks, as you're as you're looking at different things and evaluating to make sure you're on the right perspective. Now, I know, Nate, we have you just for about another minute or two. And you're going to jump off to a call, international call, talking with folks all over the world uh, on some key issues there. So while we still have you, if, if there's anything else that you would share with our listeners that you think would benefit them in relation to really training employees, key employees, uh, leading a company, you know, anything in general that, that, that maybe even it ties into the a learning organization yeah. or whatever your thoughts are there. Yeah. I guess the only thing that we really haven't talked a lot about is, um, the role of leadership, mm. the role of the leader, uh, whether it's the leader of the organization, leader of a family, whatever it is, they have to believe in this stuff. If you're going to have an organization that really focuses on learning, they're going to be the ones that drive it and support it. If they're not in that place where they value transparency, where they're creating a psychologically safe environment, where they're um, making sure that people understand their relationship to the core mission of the organization, um, tolerating error and learning from mistakes. If, if you don't have leaders that are that way, um, two things are going to happen. One, your organization is not going to learn and likely you're not going to be in business long. Yeah. The business or the, the nature of the environment that we live in today requires agility and adapting quickly. And it just is not going to happen unless your leader's in the right place. Uh, I'm fortunate to work for an organization where the leaders are absolutely there and, um, it's just something I'd encourage your folks to to think about too when they think about their own organizations. Yeah, 
That's interesting. And, and you know, Michelle, we talk about that all the time mm-hmm. from the different guests that we've had on to the different insight, even, you know, Coach Ditka uh, a couple of weeks ago talking about the importance of getting the right advice and, and everything that you're doing. And, uh, you know, I think those are all crucial things. Very crucial. And part of getting the right advice is finding out what is going to work together for you, both your wealth and your health. That's where Michael and his team will be able to help you out. Let me give you the phone number. 866-943-2351-866-943-2351 on the web, leanonthewall.com. When you log on or when you call in, don't forget to ask or find out about the four crucial steps of how to crash-proof your portfolio. Michael, Nathan, thank you so much for this show today. It was very informative, very educational. And Michael, I know you want to say so long to everybody out there because we've come to the end of another Wealth and Health show. Yeah. Uh, first off, Nathan, I just want to uh, fly all the way in and, and joining us in studio. I really appreciate you taking the time. Absolutely. Happy to be here, Mike. Yeah. And folks out there, again, we appreciate you. Thanks for listening. Please uh, feel free to share the show with someone who you think would benefit uh, which is pretty much anybody out there that wants to improve their lives. And at the end of the day, as uh, Michelle mentioned, if you have any information or thoughts as, as key topics you want us to share, please tweet it to us at Lean on the Wall. Look forward to talking with many of you next week. And until next week, here's to living well in any economy. Have a great one. Thanks for listening to the Wealth and Health Radio Show with Michael Wall. To schedule your own personal appointment, call 866-943-2351. That's 866-943-2351. And to find out more about Michael and the entire team at Wall Financial Group, head to leanonthewall.com. The information covered today is designed to provide general information on the subjects covered. It is not, however, intended to provide specific legal or tax advice. It cannot be used to avoid tax penalties or to promote, market, or recommend any tax plan or arrangement. You are encouraged to consult your tax attorney or advisor. Guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing insurer. Riders may be available at an additional cost. Products and features may vary from state to state. For full details on how life insurance works, including fees, expenses, and costs, contact our office at 866-943-2351. Investment advisory services offered through Wall Private Wealth. Wall Private Wealth and Wall Financial Group, Inc. are not affiliated.